You're listening to episode number 369 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Vegas.com. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a -a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pools, the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? Want to gamble? They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So we have some terrible news uh, coming up later in the show, but uh, I I was curious since you already know what I'm talking about. Is there anything that you're missing in Vegas that that used to be there? Anything specific? Huh. (sighs) Um, I mean, honestly, I still have an irrational love in my heart for the Imperial Palace. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, Um, the building's still there. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the, the skeleton is there. Right. Um, uh, no, not that I can really think of. There, there's nothing really that makes me go, oh, yeah, actually, you know, the, the delicious cocktail menu at, at Bally's. Uh, there, you go. Bar. there you go. Yeah. What about you, Karen? I, I'm, I know there's something. I can't think of it at the moment. You just you kind of sprung this on us, so I wasn't prepared. I always spring it on you guys. I try to get your natural reactions. Right. Yeah, well, mine is I can't think of anything, which is not good content for the show. We, we welcome you to interject at any point in time in the rest of the podcast. Okay. Yes. I'll, I'll have it. But then Mark will be mad because he'll say I'm not paying attention to what we're talking about because my brain is rifling back through right. that. But I'll, well, I, I'll think about all, it. All I was trying to, to lead to was, unfortunately, the only thing that's constant is change, and we have a significant change as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so significant, in fact, that we had to release our restaurant draft uh, episode. That was something that we recorded, and we normally hold on to those until whenever. But now that <laughs> oh. my number one draft pick is gone. Oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> so we released that today. Enjoy <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, listen, so that we can we can share with the listeners, and I'm sure by now if they've been on Twitter uh, at all this week, particularly the last, mm, as we record this, 48 hours, they definitely know. But right. uh, we'll start the show because he's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and as always, we start with Random Vegas. Resorts World offers players the option to reserve their slot machine while they step away to visit the restroom. We got that from at Vital Vegas. You know how normally people like just tip the chair up right. against it. This you can literally go up to it and it'll just lock it down huh. until you come back. I don't know if you got to put a code in or something. I would or think how so. It works. I never understood people that like if you're not there playing with somebody else, 
would just walk away from a slot machine because it would be so easy for someone to just come up and hit the cash out button and right. walk away with your I, stuff. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I if you've got a, a friend or somebody next to you, that's a little bit different story because they're keeping an eye out. But right. um, yeah, I've always thought that was weird. So that, that's kind of a cool feature. Yeah. It is a cool feature. I Someone did ask a good question to Scott about that, uh, uh, that I'm going to re- here, so I, I can't take credit for it, but their question was, okay, I understand that it's good for five minutes. What happens after the five minutes? Meaning, does does the does the reserve have a five minute countdown clock? So if you, for whatever reason, there's a there's a wait to get into the restroom, um, oh. you know, right. I, my yeah. guess is you may have to come back, cash out, and then go back into the restroom and hope that it's either you know thinned out or you just wait in line. But uh, because I, that was an interesting question, I thought, God, what does happen after the five minutes right. is up? Well, and is it is it just five minutes or is there even a timeline on it? Because uh, I don't know. In the random Vegas, he just said you could reserve yeah. it, and I think it showed five minutes. Because I mean, if somebody's on a hot a hot machine and all of a sudden they decide, you know, I need a power nap, what's to stop them from oh. locking it down oh, and I going know, up right? to their room? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I imagine yeah, no, there's a, there's a I, max. I think his tweet said five minutes, or, okay. or maybe a follow up tweet said, said five okay. minutes. Um, no, see that makes but, sense. Uh, well, then, so what it, happens if it oh, when it unlocks? And you're not back. Then can somebody right. cash it out and right. run? Right. I would assume that's the case. And honestly, if I, I I hate to say this, I actually feel bad for for the for the ladies because I can appreciate a guy being able to get up, go use a urinal, come back. But my wife will tell me all the time how she had to wait for an opportunity for a stall to open. Just meaning that it, guys seem to get th- circle cycle through the the, right. the restrooms facility faster. If they're busy, yeah, but I think that's sure. more. I, I very rarely have run into that in a casino unless it happens to be one of those tiny restrooms that only has like two or three stalls. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I mean, it's more like if you're going to a concert or something, yes, that's an issue, but um, <laughs> I, I really haven't run into that too much in a casino itself. Mm. Sure. Hey, I, I think it's a, a great idea. I think it's a very cool idea. There have been a few times where I've asked a uh, a, a slot attendant to stand at my machine, and then I would just tip her, you know, right. three or four bucks when I came back for her to watch it as a thank you. So I, I love it. I think it's I, quite frankly, when I saw it, I thought to myself, "How the hell has this not has it taken until 2021 for this to be a thing?" Well, I can't believe genius. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of things that I can't believe aren't in Vegas, uh, you remember down in Tunica, you could just order your drinks directly from the machine. Yes. How right. is that yes. not a thing in Vegas? I know. Good call. Absolutely good call. All right. Another good call is this week's Twit Pick of the Week. Welcome to the new era of the Strip, complete with professional sports teams. The city that has claimed to be the entertainment capital of the world for years now has a legit claim to it. For those of you fans of, of a sport not currently in Vegas, be patient. It's coming. As long as the two teams in operation continue to show their respective leagues how to make destination entertainment, those not a part of the party will desire to become a part of the conversation. At Maverick Kelly once again gives us a godlike view of how grand and beautiful the incorporation of sports has been. I'm going to just jump in here because I'm guessing Tony might not have too much of a <laughs> contribution to <doesn't>. talking <laughs> sports ball. Um, it's cool in the picture how close the the stadium and the arena look yeah which is deceptive yes true well um, that's that's all of the vegas strip is deceptive that is also true yes <laughs> and then i'm i think that the uh, allegiant stadium has a little bit of kinks to work out given some of the reports coming out about the recent uh, specifically garth brooks concert right and some of the challenges with um 
not just well not just parking but even getting to the stadium and getting out of the stadium um, was a whole disaster so they've got they've got some kinks to work out still but hopefully you know they'll get that figured out so we don't at least the Allegiant Stadium doesn't have a reputation for being just a nightmare I still am just surprised that they didn't build a cosmopolitan type uh, garage some type of garage down some, well, they couldn't dig down too far because they've got the field down there. And that's part of the problem is, you know, the field is retractable. So they're taking up all the real estate when the field is outside that they, they can't use. But they could have built some kind of parking structure, parking garage, something. Yeah. yeah. Would have, you know, fixed a lot of this. Agreed. I just think it's a pretty picture. <laughs> <laughs> As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr. Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. All right, first up, tell me about Flyover Las Vegas. A flight simulator attraction is coming to the Strip, specifically next to the Hard Rock Cafe on the Strip. It's called Flyover Las Vegas, and it's an immersive attraction similar to Soaring at Disney. For those of you not familiar with that reference, riders sit in elevated seats simulating a hand glider experience while watching a film taken from a helicopter of places like Yellowstone, the Grand Canyon, the Golden Gate Bridge, and the Las Vegas Strip. The Las Vegas attraction will have two theaters, each accommodating up to 40 people. One will feature the aforementioned and be titled The Real Wild West, and the other is The Legends of Iceland featuring the country's glaciers, waterfalls, and other native landmarks. The ride is 8 minutes and 40 seconds long and is said to be a step up from Soarin' because it features mist and more range of motion. It will also have a full-service bar. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, Fly- right. <laughs> Flyover Vegas is expected to open this fall. Tickets cost $34 for adults, $24 for children, 12 and under. Why, why is the second one Iceland? Be, I, I don't know. That, I mean, okay, real Wild West, <laughs> I get that because Vegas is in the West and all of that you know, makes sense, but... Iceland? <laughs> maybe uh, maybe because you guys have been having 117 degree days. You just want to be able to be anywhere that's cool. Right. <laughs> just one. We just oh, have one. Funny. I, I would do this. I would, a- I would actually, I mean, I would need to do it first thing in the morning when I'm still sober. Right. But I would, I would absolutely give this a try. This sounds, there, are not, there aren't a lot of mm, kitschy touristy things that I want to do. But this one, for some reason, this one just kind of strikes me. I could I could foresee a scenario, particularly if I was up before my wife. Um, you know, I get up, I get showered, I get dressed, she's still sleeping in. I go downstairs, I meander my way. It's open at whatever time I'm there. I could I could see a scenario where I would give this a try. This sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, I, I think it would be fun. It does sound like something I'd like to try. I, I would. I'm concerned, given my recent history of... Uh, how I don't do well on those kind of rides. Mm-hmm. So um, I'd be afraid that I'd get up there and then for the whole eight minutes, I'd have my eyes closed going, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> oof. I am so sorry for you. I can't imagine that must just be a horrible, do you, how do you do like when you ride in cars and, and aren't driving? Are you, are you a, are okay as a writer? How does that feel? Yeah, no, I've, I've been, I can't read in a car, but other than that, okay. I'm, I'm fine um, in cars. Okay. I do get a little 
um, woozy on airplanes sometimes. Mm, mm-hmm. Like I can't, I can't look out the window during takeoff and landing. Huh. And sometimes just for whatever reason in the random middle of the flight, I'll get like super dizzy and super lightheaded. That's weird. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, that's fascinating. I know I get that from my dad. He got motion sick the, the older and older he got. So it's, I should have known it was coming. Yeah. You know what I can't do anymore. And, and frankly, I haven't done in years. And by years, I mean, conservatively 13 plus years. I have not been on a roller coaster. Mm. I just, I, I remember with, um, obviously my now ex-girlfriend, um, <laughs> at the time she and I would go to Cedar point, which I'm sure you guys know, and most of our Midwestern listeners are quite familiar oh, yeah. with Cedar Point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'll tell you what, even as late as 2006, 2007, when I would have been at that time, 28, 29, 30, somewhere right in I mean, oh, I used to get so nauseous and I'd have the worst headaches all the way down through like my neck and into my shoulders. Oof. Yeah, I just couldn't. I just can't do it anymore. I'm, when was the Grown last time sucks, kids. we were on a roller coaster? Well, I was on a roller coaster a couple weeks ago. You were? Yeah. Oh, that's right. You took him on one. I think probably the last time I've been one would have been the last time we were at Disney. Yeah. Because I, I don't know when else we would have done something since then. Yeah. And I, I mean, I do okay with most of them. I can't do the extreme ones anymore. Like the ones that have all the really intense G forces and all of that kind of stuff. But the basic ones, I think I'm fine with shit. Did you see that art? There was a, it was on both uh, good morning America and the today show. Some woman died from an artery, like snapping in her neck or brain or somewhere. And she internally bled out because of the G forces were so strong. And and there was a, she had a very unbeknownst to her, a very weak spot in a particular artery. And just as the way that G force was pulling down on her caused the artery to snap internally. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Just the thought of it. So that's gross. Let's move on to something that's not gross. (laughs) Beast mode comes to Mandalay Bay. Former NFL running back Marshawn Lynch opened a new Beast Mode store in the shops at Mandalay Bay. The store sells Lynch-branded lifestyle and athleisure clothes. Beast Mode has locations in Oakland, California and Seattle, Washington, both places he played at during his 10-year career. The Vegas location is already advertising a Beast Mode experience September 10th through the 13th in celebration of the opening of the NFL season. What's a, what's a Beast Mode experience? If they're advertising it, what is it? Well I, well, I don't know. It's yeah. just in celebration of, you okay. know, yeah. they're going to Good for something. him. <laughs> right. <laughs> and finally, something that I was super excited about and then found out that isn't it what I thought, what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> the Go-Go Claw slot machine. A new slot machine has made its way to the D casino floor, and it's called Go-Go Claw. The game is modeled after the old-school arcade game known as Toy Crane or Skill Crane in which you control a claw in an attempt to win a prize, in this case money. While this looks like a skills-based game, it's an illusion. Just like any other slot machine, the outcome is predetermined. It doesn't matter how skilled you are with a claw, if the random number generator says you aren't going to win, you won't capture one. That said, sometime the game does award money to participants who don't capture a ball. Vital Vegas did a great article this week with a breakdown of all the details. That seems weird. Why would you win money if you don't capture a ball, if that's the whole premise of the game? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. That just seems odd to me. <laughs> 
you know what I, I maybe chalk it up to Karen is the slot machines where if you don't get anything on the spin, maybe it'll just randomly give you a bonus round or or just a little something. Oh, that's true. Some of the newer it, games do that. Yeah. Yeah. And since this is clearly a slot machine just in a different um, structure my guess is probably the same reason. And I was so excited about it too. Not that I thought I was any sort of like, I was like are you whiz at the, the toy cranes? Yeah, no, okay. yeah, no way. I wasn't some sort of savant, but um, it would I thought that would have been a really fun way. I would have dropped a couple of quarters in it. A la uh, der, the, the Derby race. Sigma Derby. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sigma yeah. Derby. Just to give it a try, just to play and, and kind of see how it, what it, what it would have been like. But then when I found out that it was just nothing more than a predetermined outcome, I thought, oh, that's, th- I wonder how long that will actually last. Yeah, it's like a novelty thing right now, but it might not be. Yep. I, I can't see people sitting there like you do on other slot machines and just, just keep you know, playing. keep playing. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's interesting enough. I, I want to try it. Well, yeah, that's what I think Tony's saying is trying it is one thing, but then how long is it going to last? Right. Because I assume we're all going to do that. I think we're all going to want to give it a try. Right. We're going to pump, pump a couple bucks into it just to experience it and be like, oh, okay, this is stupid. And when we don't get any balls, we'll get pissed off and be like, no, <laughs> exactly. this game is stupid. <laughs> I hate this game. This place sucks. <laughs> all right, let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. And here it is, kids, what we were alluding to at the beginning of the podcast in unbelievably devastating news, Blue Ribbon Chicken at Bally's Grand Bazaar has closed, leaving only one location still in existence, and that is New York City. I, I, I was so bummed this I week. I just don't understand. I don't either. It's always busy when I was it there. Is. I mean, it's... Thanks a lot, Eldorado. I'm blaming them for this. <laughs> right. There's got to right? be something wrong with the lease or some reason why they closed it. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's There's not much I can say other than I'm mourning this. <laughs> well, yeah. and you... Yeah, this one hit me harder than, than most things that I've enjoyed. Yeah. Well, and can't you... Because Blue Ribbon has the concessions at Brooklyn Bowl, right? Right. You can still get chicken... But it's not nearly as convenient as just, you know, popping into, yeah, the the actual Blue Ribbon Chicken restaurant. Right. You got to go the other way, but still. Well, now, hang tight, though. So I guess I didn't I didn't know this because to the best I could tell, they they don't promote that on their website. If you go to Brooklyn Bowl, isn't that um, that's in that little link promenade, isn't it? Right. Yes. I didn't know it either until a couple weeks ago. I saw an article. Um, and I actually texted Mark and I'm like, did you know Blue Ribbon had the concessions in, in Brooklyn Bowl? And he said, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, thanks. I didn't. So that, yeah, that's relatively new news to me too. Okay. And okay. But, I guess I'm a little Blue Ribbon less sushi and then disappointed. At, at Blue Ribbon. But I will. At, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. At Cosmo. There they is both a, still serve. Chicken, chicken with that seasoning, with that seasoning on, it. on yes. it, but it's not. It's not, it's not like, the tenders. Yeah, it's not a, a, a destination. So, like Blue Ribbon Sushi serves um, chicken wings, right? Um, which you didn't like as well. No, I and didn't. And I think the Blue Ribbon restaurant itself in Cosmo, I think, does like a half chicken or something. Hmm. Um, I don't. It's not the tenders, but right. it's the same seasoning and breading process, from what right. I understand. So, so it's not. It's right, not then. completely un, unbreachable, but it's not. Yeah, sure. You're not getting my tenders. Well, my final comment, and then I promise I'll move on. My final comment simply is to say at this point, with the exception of the fact that my wife absolutely loves Bally's as a rectangular <laughs> safe place for her to be in at all times and, 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 and feel safe there. I, I think that there's 
honestly no reason to be at Bally's anymore. They did away with, uh, you know, their amazing the lobby, lobby bar, bar. cocktail mm-hmm. selection. They've now lost or scared away uh, Blue Ribbon. I mean, just, it's amazing that Bally's, I mean, I get for a lot of our listeners, they never really understood maybe my infatuation with Bally's, and, and I totally respect that. I, I get it. it is It is a little odd, <laughs> but but the few things that I could say, but hang on, they got this. They got and, this. Oh, yeah, don't got forget that. about that. Yep. They're gone. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if this is, is, is alluding to the whole rebranding possibility that we were discussing Possibly. before. Yep. Yeah. Possible. But I mean, what else are you going to put it? I just don't. Well, know. I mean, at Grand Bazaar's having a tough go of it because if you think about it, yeah, what, they are. Uh, half of their, uh, major, uh, uh tenants mm-hmm. are gone already. I mean, all they really got left is Wahlburgers and that pizza place. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. Don't don't get me started. Yeah, it's too bad because the first thing that you run into if you walk out of the Bally's doors, heading through the Grand Bazaar shops, is right or was right there, Blue, Blue Ribbon. Ribbon Chicken. Yeah, I mean, it just was so awesome to be able to take four steps out of the past the Port Cashore and you were at Blue Ribbon Chicken. Right. I just I but just can't. To Mark's know. point, the restaurant that that was across the. The way from Blue Ribbon has been Starbucks. closed. The Starbucks. Yeah, how do you close the Starbucks? Right. Yeah. Like, all right. I guess it's starting to put things okay. in perspective for me. All right. <laughs> let's, let's move on. All right. A petition is circulating calling for the reopening of the Laurel Lounges at Caesars Properties. For those that are interested in signing, we'll have a link on the blog. Not that that will change anything. No, because Eldorado <laughs> won't change anything. Yeah. For the third time in the last 20 years, Vegas tied its all-time high temperature this week when it reached 117 degrees. The high was originally set on July 24th, 1942. Mm. I enjoyed it. It was warm. I enjoyed it very much. (laughs) It's very warm. Although the weird, honestly, I think the weather's been tougher like the last week because Mm. it's been raining at night. And like when I mean raining, I mean like downpouring monsoons. And so you wake up in the morning and it's it's what they call humid here in Vegas. <laughs> but when it's, you know, 110 or around 110 and you've got 25% humidity, that really feels more to me like a Did we oven get 20% baking. Humidity? Yeah, we have. Huh. I mean, cuz it's been storming it like night after night after night, so it's it's yeah. kind of hanging around. So that to me, at the dry heat honestly I don't mind. As soon as you get that little bit of humidity in there, it changes the whole thing. Yeah. It, it makes it a lot harder to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> You're cute complaining about 20% humidity. Oh, believe me. I know. I know. We lived in, in Memphis where it would be 95% humidity. Whoa. So Yeah, you guys did. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand. But it, after being here for, for nearly three years, you you know, you get acclimated and adjusted. And <laughs> That's it, next week. Our, our it is next week. Our third anniversary moving to Vegas I is know. next week. Oh, God. That doesn't seem possible. <laughs> then again, we talked about this off mic that, you know, we we all lost 2020. So yeah. right. it feels like everything should be last year in 2019. Right. right. Next up, HBO Max series Hacks received 15 Emmy nominations this week, including Outstanding Comedy Series. Hacks is set in modern day Las Vegas at a fictional casino. Have you have you seen Hacks, Tony? Not a not a single episode. No, I thought you were the one that told us about it. I did, but I told you about it because of my wife. She absolutely loves the show. Oh, oh okay. okay, okay. I I started watching the first episode and wasn't it, I wasn't engaged. Yeah, I pushed through. I'm on like episode seven now. I like it better. I can't believe it got all those nominations. I don't think it's that good. Yeah, 
I mean, it's yeah, called- I, I'll have to ask Je- my wife if she thinks it's as good as 15 Emmy nominations. Right. <laughs> I mean, anything that, you know, advertises Vegas, I'm all for. That's but, true. But uh, yeah, I just couldn't couldn't get into it. You know, I got to tell you, speaking of your, your comment about anything that advertises Las Vegas, I think part and parcel of why I was so hot to try to finally get out to Las Vegas was because of the television show Las Vegas. I'd mm-hmm. never been prior to oh, wow. watching that program. Oh, really? Yeah, Interesting. yeah. I knew nothing about it. So to, to watch it and to see it made me say, I, and I love the show and I love the concept of the show. I thought it was just, it, it really was the thing that, pushed me ultimately to to say this is where i want to go for my vacation mm-hmm. just you're, you're spot on interesting next up vegas strip club crazy horse 3 announced that they will now accept bitcoin as a form of currency i'm guessing not to tip tip the weight <laughs> yeah. the, the dancer yeah, I, don't, I don't i don't know how that would work but um, <laughs> here let me let me uh, type in my blockchain password right. so i can give you a share <laughs> of my bitcoin <laughs> You have to tap oh. her iPhone. They're, they're, they're <laughs> tip phones. Where are they going to put their phones? I don't know. That's a whole other issue. I don't want to know. Vital <laughs> Vegas is reporting that Park Theater at Park MGM will be renamed Dolby Theater. No word when the change when the name change will actually take place. This bothers me. Does it really? It does. And I get it. I don't know why it does. Um, but for some reason it does. It's like, okay, you branded your theater. I mean, it would be coming in and like changing the name of the Coliseum to something else. Okay. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? And it's like, I get it's a branding thing in there. Dolby's probably paying money to put their name on it, right. which, you know, makes sense on why they're doing it. But it's just for some reason to me, it's like, really? It hasn't even been open. What? I mean, again, don't count the pandemic because it wasn't open. But, you know, a year and then you're changing out the name. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of name changes, though, if I could mention this real quick, because I didn't see it in the show notes. Yeah. Did you guys see that the Mercedes-Benz Superdome in New Orleans is being renamed the Caesars Entertainment Superdome? <gasps> no. no. Yep. They're, they they were uh, tweeting pictures of them pulling the name down and saying the Caesars Entertainment has now got the naming rights. Huh. I'll be damned. Yeah. There we go. It's interesting. It's in, in, I'm sorry. One more time. It's Caesars Entertainment Stadium. I, I uh, Superdome. I think. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Talk amongst yourself, and I'll look it up. Fine. While you do that, I'll I'll vamp for a hot second and simply say that's interesting. That El Dorado really is sticking with this Caesars name. That they're even though it's owned by El Dorado, they're not trying to play up that ownership or that brand in 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 any manner. So if they re, they clearly really believe they've got something there. I guess the only reason why it makes a little bit of sense is simply because did you know a uh, little bit of trivia uh, for New Orleans as well related to this corporation? Harris is going to have a name change and it's going to become a Caesars New Orleans. Oh jeez. Hmm. So um, my guess is they're trying to tie the uh, the brands together. Yeah, probably. That makes sense. Sorry, I'm do you looking. need me to? Keep, do you want me to move on? Yeah, Cameron, just move that? on, and I'll I'll find it here in a second. Okay, Sorry, that's fine. Then it's you, or no, no, oh, it's, no, yeah, no, no, it's me. Yeah. Avelo or Avelo Airlines is now offering nonstop flights between Las Vegas and Sonoma, California, starting September 16th. There you go, boo. You go to wine country, direct flight. Woohoo! Finally get to check it out. Yeah. Although, 
What what type of an airline is a Velo? Is that going to be another one <laughs> yeah, of those? I don't know. <laughs> you get strapped to the wing. <laughs> nickel, and, nickel and dime you for everything. Oh, yeah. you want to sit for 10 minutes? Sorry, that'll cost you 10 bucks. Right. <laughs> Resorts World is the first casino resort to utilize Amazon's Just Walk Out technology. Just Walk Out allows customers to grab what they want in the store, ring it up, and pay for it themselves, never needing to get into a check-in, checkout line. They've, uh, they've had that at Apple stores for quite some time. Yeah. Which is really nice, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's a cool feature. That's good for Resorts World. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Resorts World, uh, they have a high-tech self-servage beverage wall featuring 36 rotated taps of beer, wine, and cocktails in their famous food street eats section just off the casino floor. Guests pay by the ounce by purchasing a beverage card to unlock the taps. That would be fun. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I apologize, guys. I can't find it. I thought yeah. I thought Vital Vegas had retweeted something about it, but I can't. I don't know where it's at. Oh, it's all right. No biggie. I, I am very interested, though, in giving this place a try. I would absolutely love. I mean, not only do I just want to check out Resorts World just as a blanket statement, right. this is something I absolutely would be like, okay, while we're here, I for sure want to experience because that sounds absolutely ingenious, and right. I love it. Yep. Well, and especially if it's 36 different rotating taps yeah. i mean you could go in yeah. and get yourself an ounce of this one and try it and an ounce of that one and yeah try it. exactly yeah uh-huh mm-hmm. i love it and new owners of the venetian announced that they are renaming the sands expo center to the venetian expo i guess this makes sense because when it was owned by the sands corporation the, yeah, it, it made it sense was, and now that's not right exactly you know they probably want to distance themselves from that name yep so I mean, it, for some reason, again, makes me sad. I don't know why, <laughs> but it makes sense. Well, it is sad that the Sands is, is no longer in Vegas, the Sands Root Company. Yeah, yeah, it is. The wife of Pittsburgh Steeler Dwayne Haskins was arrested at Cosmopolitan on domestic battery charges. Haskins was transported to Sunrise Hospital and treated for his injuries, which included a cut lip. The couple just got married in March. <laughs> that was a short honeymoon. Well, right. Apparently, that's why they were out here. This was like their, you know, because of COVID and stuff, this was their wedding celebration. And right. apparently, wow. they didn't. yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, they got called to their room. Right. Like he called down and asked security to come up. Right. So, yeah. I know. It's crazy. That is. hmm. Well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions brought to you by Vegas.com is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up is Van Morrison. Uh, they're performing at the Coliseum. Is it they or a he? It's it's a he. Ah, that's what I thought. <laughs> is Van Morrison the one that sang Brown Eye Girl? I, I don't know. I have no I idea. I think so. I could, not, I could not tell you. A, I know the name Van Morrison. I could not tell you a single song that he did. Yeah, I'd probably right recognize now. a couple if I heard them, but right? off the top of my head, I could right. not tell you a single one. Huh. All right. Well, moving along. Uh, Van Morrison is playing at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace Friday through Sunday, February 18th through the 20th of 2022. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $99. Lady A is performing at the Theater at Virgin, Saturday, September 25th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $49. Dropkick, Murphys, and Rancid are performing at the Theater at Virgin, Friday, October 15th. 
Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $35. Now, those are some names. What? Dropkick Drop Murphy? Dropkick Murphy and Rancid? I know. Those are awesome <laughs> Lord. Uh, a, 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 a show that I will be waiting out front for uh, early tickets release is Machine Gun Kelly. And he'll be performing at the theater uh, at Virgin Saturday, October 16th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $55. And, you know, I say that only partially in just I can't believe he currently is nailing. Oh, who is he nailing? Somebody's smoking hot. Um, <laughs> what's her name that starred in Transformers? Yeah, oh, Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Yes. Yes. That the only reason I would go see a machine. Well, that I would even be anywhere near a Machine Gun Kelly concert is in hopes that she walks by and says, you know what I really want in my life? <laughs> Pudgy little guy from Michigan. That, that, that's 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 my hope. That's there you <laughs> go. the dream kids. <laughs> Good to have a dream. That's right. Primus is performing at the theater at Virgin Sunday, October 24th. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $29. Judas Priest is performing at Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood Friday, October 8th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $51. Lita Ford is performing at Golden Nugget Friday, September 3rd. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $29. Grand Funk Railroad is performing at Golden Nugget. Friday, October 15th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $59. Backstreet Boys are returning to Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood for a 12-show holiday run starting November 11th through December 23rd. Shows start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $89. The Deftones are performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan Friday, April 22nd, 2022. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at 50 bucks. And I can't believe you left this one for me to read. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw is performing at the Atrium at Luxor for select dates starting September 9th and running through the end of the year. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $66. Terry Bradshaw has a residency. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I can add to this conversation is, and, and I'm, I'm hearkening back to uh, conservatively 10 to 15 years ago if you guys remember there had been a there had been an actors strike in Hollywood mm -hmm. and they were they were technically striking on behalf of uh, the union crew they were the ones that were actually striking and so all of the these television shows uh, shut down in the early 2000s and and if you go back some of the seasons um scrubs is one of them in particular that i can attest to where they only wound up having like a like a nine or ten episode series for that entire series because the rest of the season was lost to the strike well jay leno refused to go on strike and shut his show down on you know unlike say david letterman um or or, or conan o'brien and the only and, and, and because he refused to, to, to shut his, his show down and he even would say on TV, you know, part of the reason why I'm not shutting my, my show down is because there are crew who aren't a part of this union. And if I shut down, those people don't get a paycheck while we're shut down. And he said, I'm going to continue doing the show. It will be streamlined. It won't have the, the amount of, of staff and crew that we usually have because those folks are out on the picket line. But for folks who, who need a paycheck and that he said, they don't make the money I make. I could shut the show down tomorrow and I would be just fine. It's my lighting guys or my camera guys that won't, that, that would lose their home if I shut the show down. 
And so he couldn't get, but he, the thing is, and I swear I've got a point. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to figure I out. I was wondering, I'm like, how I'm is like, this tying in? <laughs> with Terry Bradshaw, I'm like, how he the, couldn't he get going? guests during that time because all of the guests were boycotting okay. doing anything. The person, though, that he could consistently get to come on his show was <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. And so the only reason why I think there's even a remote demand for Terry Bradshaw is because the guy is legitimately funny. Like it was really well, he's crazy. entertaining. You never know what he's going to say. He's an idiot. It's it was and, and my, that would have kind of been, you know, had I not known what I know, I would have thought, what are you going to go see Terry Bradshaw talk about? Like, what do you what do you think he's got to say? And I can honestly tell you from having watched him on The Tonight Show. 15 plus years ago, the guy's just, he, he's got a really good sense of humor. He was, he was a, a lot of fun to, to watch uh, again, 15 years ago. So, um, th- there you go. There's, there's maybe why he got himself a, a residency at Luxor. Well, and he's got a TV show too with, cause he's got oh, all, he? yeah, he's he had, got three. Well, yeah, I mean, he had one, but he's, he's got all girls. He has all daughters. So it's kind of this, you know, him being a crazy guy with his wife and three daughters that, no, he's crazy and whatever. So that's anyway, that's enough talking about him. Yeah. Fair enough. Don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar, which is on the blog. Let's check the river. Karen, so we've got uh, an email from our f- great friend of the show, James Jones. Why don't you um, share with us uh, the little bit of write-up that he had about his Absolutely. experience in Vegas a couple weekends ago. Yep, this is his most recent trip. James writes, I wanted to give you a quick trip report. I was in Las Vegas from July 9th through 12th. My wife and I went to Vegas so she could attend the Gar- Garth Brooks concert. We did not do too much out of the ordinary, and the city was very busy with a concert, a UFC fight, Bruno Mars, and a convention. I could not get a rideshare or taxi on Saturday since it was so busy. So I resorted to taking the bus to Fremont. Well, that says a lot. Yeah, you must really have wanted to get down. (laughs) Because not only did you get to experience the weirdest people on the face of this planet, but it probably took you about two hours to get down there from the strip. Right. It was probably because especially with that construction on Las Vegas Boulevard. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. I went to Ellis Island Tiki Bar and had a couple of drinks and some appetizers. The drinks are great, food is good, and I had an enjoyable conversation with a couple of locals. I recommend going if you're able. I also tried Ocean's Bar and Grill in the Miracle Mile shops. This is the first time I tried this, and it was very good. The food was very affordable. I had a basic breakfast and a flight of three drinks. My wife and I left paying less than $40 for breakfast and drinks for both of us. Wow, that is a good deal. In yeah, it is incredibly, an incredible good deal. I wish you would have um, been more specific. I, what do you think his three, his three drinks were as a part of his breakfast flight? I, I, I bet you two out of the three are pretty obvious. I mean, probably a mimosa or Bloody Mary, or and yep. then maybe variations thereof. Maybe probably. a screwdriver. Probably. Oh, could be a screwdriver. No, no, no. Yeah. could be. Yep, yeah, could be. What other, what other alcoholic breakfasts? Uh, coffee and Bailey's. Coffee and Bailey's. Oh, that's a good I'm one. I'm trying to think of breakfast alcoholic drink. <laughs> <laughs> I also tried Halo Halo, which is a small food court offering Filipino food in the Venetian. Since it was breakfast, I had the fix, fish breakfast consisting of milk, fish, rice, and a fried egg. This was very good and very filling. 
Again, a good value around $14. I also got a Halo Halo for the road, which is a Filipino dessert drink with shaved ice, condensed milk, sweetened beans, coconut strips, cream caramel, and a scoop of taro ice cream. This is where a few other items I do not remember. (laughs) Oh, there were a few other items I do not remember. Sorry, got to read that right. Halo Halo stands for mix mix. So to enjoy this dish, you should mix it together as you eat it. This was a nice treat on a 110 degree day. This was an additional $10. You know, I've seen. Okay. And this is the American in me. Fish for breakfast seems odd to me uh, unless it's like smoked salmon or something. So I don't, I, I would have a hard time with that. Um, but those, like those Halo Halo desserts are have like everything in the kitchen sink in them. Yeah, there's so much stuff. It's almost like scary to think about. <laughs> not scary, um, intimidating to think about trying yeah. it because you just don't know. Like every bite's going to be different. For sure, I, I gotta I gotta give James credit. He's found finding some really great places that are unbelievably affordable for being on the strip in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fourteen dollars for breakfast, yeah. especially even at uh-huh. Venetian, is a good price. Next, he writes, I checked out Resorts World. I will not talk much about it since so many others have. It was nice looking, but a bit corporate on the drink selection. I noticed all the beers on tap seemed to be part of the Constellation brand's portfolio. Nothing too exciting. I did like the carts that roamed the casino floor for beverage service. I have not seen this since my first trip to Vegas in the 1990s at the Lady Luck. Oh, cool. I wish other casinos would do this. We had one nice meal at Ruth Chris. I've always meant to go, but never had. The food was amazing. We had the porterhouse for two, cream spinach, and au gratin potatoes with a couple of cocktails. The steak was as good as any in Vegas. Service was excellent. The only drawback is the decor is a little dated. It is in need of a refresh. That said, I would go back again. May I jump in there real quick? Yeah. Uh, I know, well, I shouldn't say I know. I have a sneaking suspicion that he had uh, this Ruth's Chris at uh, Harrah's. Right. Typically, I'm the first person to say, why would you ever eat at a chain restaurant when you're on the strip? But I can truthfully say this is my exception to the rule. So much so, James, that I'm literally I'm willing to literally and figuratively put my uh, my my money where my mouth is. My wife and I have eaten at this again, assuming it's the the Ruth's Chris at um, at Harris. I don't disagree. You're right. The decor is a little dated, but the upside is it sits about three stories up. And so you get this beautiful panoramic view of the strip with with the link and it's signed kind of right there on your left hand side. And you're looking across the street then at uh, mostly Caesar's Palace and the Mirage. It is, it is absolutely worth doing. I again, I usually will never, ever, ever advocate for a uh, chain restaurant when you're in Las Vegas, particularly on the Strip. But this is my one exception to the rule, and I, I'm elated to hear that he had such a great experience with it. We've never had a bad experience at any of our Ruth's Chris's, let alone this one. Where, and, and you know what? You could probably be the rudest server, getting all of my food wrong. But when I'm three or four stories up and I'm looking out <laughs> over the Las Vegas because the strip, because the windows are all floor to ceiling. Yeah. And, and there's barely any little, um, like beam between one window and the next. So you're getting almost a, a an unencumbered view of the strip. It is, it's super cool. I'm so glad that he had a great time. You know, we, um, I've been to many Ruth's Chris in many different places and, and generally I can say they were all delicious Unfortunately, we went to the one in Memphis once for our anniversary, and it was not good. 
Um, oh, and we we haven't been back to one. And that was actually your first time going to one, wasn't it, Mark? Right. Yeah, yeah. you hadn't been to one before. So, um, again, we've had so many other good experiences that I think me trying to get Mark to go back to another Ruth Chris right now is going to be slim and none because he's like, why go there when I can go all these other places? Um, oops. Sorry, Siri's talking to me. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think it's going to be tough for us because I'm with you. I, I try not to go to chain restaurants in Vegas because you can go see them so many other places. But um, yeah, Ruth Chris, again, generally have had phenomenal experiences, just not the last time. So it's kind of put us off a little bit. I respect that. I do. Okay. All right. Jim is wrapping up. He says, while we stayed at Bally's, if you want an affordable mixed drink to go, uh, mixed drink to go. Okay, can't let me try this again. While we while there, we stayed at Bally's. If you want an affordable mixed drink to go, there isn't to n- go. No, there isn't. I know. To. Why do I keep saying that? Mixed drink. Go to Wahlburgers kiosk in the bazaar shops. Two for five dollar well drinks. Also, Blue Ribbon Chicken has closed. It was one of my favorite places in Vegas and will be missed. Thanks for all you do and all the best, James Jones. Well, thank you, James. Thank you, James. As, as, always, as always, it's this great. This guy just knocks it out of the ballpark, yeah. not only with just the things that he does, but his writing, his write-ups yeah. are, 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 are make me almost feel like I'm along with him for I the agree. ride while he's experiencing yeah. these things. Yeah. And don't mind that little, you know, word flub there. It wasn't his writing. It was me, <laughs> was not, not, him. It nope. was me not able to get those <laughs> words out for some reason. As an individual who knows firsthand how difficult it can be to get <laughs> just normal <laughs> words out. <laughs> I got nothing but compassion for Kieran on this one. (laughs) All right, listen, I think that's probably going to do it then for episode number 369, which if I were better at math, I'm sure there's a word for when it's like three plus three number plus a number plus a number. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts, mugs, and anything else that we can slap a logo on over at zazzle.com slash 360vegas. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, much like our buddy James has done, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360vegas Tony. Karen. I am at 360vegas Karen. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time... (laughs) 